Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, where the time is right to take you into the night on a flight of fancy where it's all right to fight and the rhymes are... God damn it, I gotta stop. I gotta stop that. I am Sean Tillman, a.k.a. Harmar Superstar, your host. I have long-form conversations with, uh, with friends, people I'm a fan of, people I think you'll be interested in, and that's just the basic format of the show. We talk about embarrassing moments in people's lives and careers and then wherever it goes from there is just where it goes that's the thing anything can happen guys it's crazy so yeah that's it and uh you know it's just like just like past episodes if you're if you're coming back thank you so much and uh, if this is your first time welcome um i'm just coming back to new york city i just got back last night uh from being an unexpected refugee and when i say refugee I don't mean like the harsh, actual refugee situation that happens, and I'm, I feel so, so bad kind of even using the term, but uh, you know, Hurricane Sandy kept me out of New York, um, and luckily I was uh, in my hometown of Minneapolis for the extra few days I had to spend, um, and uh, you know, I, I, I had the opposite of a refugee experience. Um, my thoughts go out to everybody out there who is still picking up the pieces from that tragedy uh it's pretty crazy luckily my house was fine here in new york uh so you know um don't feel sorry for me I'll feel feel sorry for the people who actually need it because there are a lot of them um and help them out do what you can uh you know i get to go straight from minneapolis down to austin texas last weekend for fun 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 fest um switching gears here uh, i just want to talk about how amazing this festival is plan on going next year you won't you know you just you will just trust me the lineup is going to be great i mean this year was run dmc refused x performed all of their album los angeles uh fucked up against me waves david cross hannibal burris wyatt Sinak. Doug Benson, Eugene Merman, I, the, uh, the list goes forever. The spits off. I mean, just everything. They had so much hip-hop, so much punk, really good hardcore bands, uh, really good pop. I mean, Super Chunk played. Um, Deerhoof were there. That's pop, but I mean, you get the idea. I'll stop rattling off names. Uh, I just got to say, it's one of the most well-run festivals Um Transmission, this company in Austin, really, really go over the top to make it amazing. Everything, all the stages are accessible. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be there. And um, I really uh, I really am in awe of how, how amazing Fun 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 Fest is. Uh, and I am now a major fan. Um, so as I record this, it is election day. I know this doesn't come out till tomorrow, and by the time this is out, we'll know uh, who is our president. Hopefully it's Barack Obama, but who knows? Fucking crazier shit has happened, and uh, so that I'm just going to put out my, my, my brain power and just hope that this is happening in a way and people didn't get lazy and not vote. But whatever, it's a moot point by the time you hear this, so I'm not going to go on about it. Wait a second, did I mention that there was a very special performance at Fun 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 Fest? Um, <laughs> where uh, where um, the Black Lips were joined on stage by Val Kilmer, and they, they were filming some scenes from the new Terrence Malick movie or something. Uh, and he was, uh, he was 
playing like a, I don't know, some sort of rock star. I haven't read anything about the movie. Val Kilmer just came out and was just very, uh, very, I don't know, belligerent, stopping songs, um, cutting his own hair on stage, throwing it into the audience. Uh, very confrontational. It kind of worked really well. I mean, I, I loved it personally. It was kind of a an amazing meant-to-be-train wreck. A lot of other people have differing opinions, but uh, but man, I love the world for having shit like that happen. Thank you, Val Kilmer, for keeping it weird. I just wanted to say that. And uh, let's get into this week's episode. And, you know, um, I have a really a very close friend of mine on the show, and her name is Alia Shokat. I call her Shawcat because that's how it's spelled. That's a little more fun. It's nicknamey, but uh, you may. You definitely, I mean, hopefully if you're listening to this show, you're an Arrested Development fan, you will know her as Maybe Funke, the daughter of Tobias Funke on Arrested Development. Um, she is an amazing, super smart, super talented actress, musician, artist, uh, with a lot to say, and I, you know, I just, uh, I, lo- I love the girl. She's awesome. We've, uh, we created a show together with Ellen Page. A while ago, we're still kind of working on that. Um, but yeah, I, I just uh, she's popping up in a lot of stuff, and I'm so psyched for her. Um, you know, and I think one of my favorite roles of Alia's is uh, is uh, as Bree in Cedar Rapids, where she plays a uh, meth addicted hooker with a heart of gold. <laughs> um, but uh, really funny, man. This girl, she knows she knows what's up, and uh, you know, I'm gonna prove that right now. By showing you my conversation with Alia Shokat. Check it out. Hi, Alia. Hi, Sean. Welcome to my bedroom. Thanks. It smells great in here. Oh, yeah. Like just like a <laughs> bunch of cigarettes and sleep. Yes, exactly. Two things <laughs> I need a lot of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. Just straight off the bat with the smells of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I stopped smoking in my house a long time ago, and then since I moved to New York, I've just ditched that rule altogether. Cause yeah, it seems like it? too much to go downstairs to smoke. Yeah, I'm living like a teen now. You know what I mean? Yeah, winter's coming. <laughs> Get all cozy. Know? Smoke out your window. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I mean, it's it's my right, man. It's like <laughs> yeah, dude, you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in New York City, chilling. Yeah. Uh, we're singing at Petty Fest tonight, Can't the day wait. we record this, even though when it comes out, it will have been like two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the future. I know, man. It's like a, a fucking it's a paradox of time, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You've been fucking busy as fuck, though, lately, right? Like, filming yeah. everything in the world. At the same time. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Yeah, I'm shooting uh, new episodes of Arrested Development. I'm so excited for that. Me too. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even want any spoilers okay. because it's going to be so fun. <laughs> maybe like a li- maybe one little tease. Is there anything you can say? Well, it's not going to make sense in the context, but um. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I I showed up to set the other day and had one scene, and uh, I literally just. Uh, was chased and chased around uh, an ostrich, a live ostrich. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mitch Hurwitz, the creator, said like in an interview, he was like, "Yeah, this season it's very bird heavy," which is true because I, I played with like a, I had to act with a duck, and I had to like get him into an oven, and then I like walked in and just like 
I see an ostrich in the room and it chases me and then I have to get it out with a pizza box. And then I was wrapped. (laughs) (laughs) And then you were wrapped? Yeah, they were like, that's done for the day. Wow, that is the best job of all time. It was pretty crazy. Was it scary? Is an ostrich scary? It was like a really well-trained one. So they said like they're very stupid. Their brains are like the size of peanuts, but they have these huge bodies. Yeah. So it's like a little weird to have something that big be so stupid. (laughs) But um, (laughs) the camera guy, Troy, like... people say about me. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But you're so friendly and you don't buy it. But uh, the camera guy, Troy, like, wasn't scared at all of it. And he was just, like, needed it to chase me. And all of a sudden, I was, like, getting close to it and touched its leg by accident. Because he was like, push it, push it. Oh, my God. And it felt like the scaliest (laughs) dinosaur I've ever felt. And I was like, "Ah," and his wings got all big. Like, he grew. And I was like, this isn't good. And then he started chasing me. But that's what they wanted. But I was, like, genuinely freaked out. (laughs) And they wanted me to keep calling it chicken. Like, because maybe is street smart, but not very... Oh yeah, normal smart. So I was the, like, easy chicken. <laughs> do the Bluths <laughs> still not know what a chicken sounds like? Exactly. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the one thing that no one in the Bluth family ever learned what a chicken actually is. <laughs> I love it. One of my favorite character traits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! And then, oh, like movie wise, you've been doing a bunch of you're in like yeah. what, like five movies right you know, now. As long as like, people see any of them, but uh, yeah, I have the oranges is out in theaters and this movie that's what she said which is like a dirty girl comedy and then um yeah the the to-do list with Aubrey plaza and like oh, all this snl crew that comes out like valentine's day and that's also extremely raunchy i did like adr for it and Aubrey <laughs> plaza has her fingers like way down her underwear and they just show it like it's all it's all pretty that sounds fantastic yeah it'll be fun <laughs> i mean if you're into that kind of shit i know no. i mean that just sounds gross <laughs> gross <Pretty. Yumbling>. uh, <laughs> um man it's uh sorry I'm, I'm so like i'm still a little uh out of it today <laughs> no worries me too it's uh it's just one of those weeks new york can just gobble you up man. yeah i really can't i know like i said i came out here to, to do like you know petty fest and i'm singing in the citizens band too yeah and it's all super fun and easy, but like when you start committing to a bunch of things, yeah, and then you actually show up and you're like, oh right, I have to do all this stuff. Yeah, and like, like when you make plans, you're like, of course, yeah, I'll show I love up at it. Three p.m. and then all yeah. of a sudden you're like, fuck, it's gonna <laughs> exactly. be like actually hard to wake up by three I p.m. I like doing rehearsals and shit. Like they had me in costumes, and I said yes to it because rain phoenix was like sitting on the piano with me in la and we were just like drunk as fuck and we were like yeah i'd love to do it and then like cut to me being at rehearsal for like five hours like i can't do this <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hopefully yeah, it, it'll be fun just became a work yeah. staycation <laughs> exactly i just try to see as many movies as possible yeah i do too man i've been that's like, like what relaxes me yeah that's the only thing i like to do for the most part yeah me too you know what i mean i mean it's like i'll go see everything and i feel like like a mounting pressure if i like miss a week and there's a couple i wanted to see yeah and then, totally like, you know what i mean because then you're like fuck i, got like, I gotta catch homework. up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen frank and weenie yet i really know that see yeah. that's the thing like i always i always kind of like um i miss the animated ones you know yeah. what i mean because i'm like going to see everything else i'm like ah, i don't know i, mean, I don't need see, that i mean yeah. but i do but then i end up seeing them and i love them yeah more, i, th- you know I think mean? that one's probably gonna be like one of the best movies <laughs> dude <laughs> I, there's so many what is i mean ho- like hotel transylvania <laughs> that, oh that's, yeah that's, I'd like, that too. i would go to that yeah totally back I mean, to back like, animated features 
<laughs> Let's do it right after a this. Double feature. I would. I, <laughs> I would, would do. Yeah. <laughs> There's food. I mean, we could go to the the Nighthawk and you can eat there too. Yeah, like, totally. Like designed after the um, Alamo it. Draft House. Yeah, I love that place. That you place been there is in so Austin? Rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the best. We uh, did a me and, and Mike Sarah did like a Q and A there years ago. Uh, when Arrested was like in its third season and no one had heard of it really. Yeah. And all of a sudden they like invited us out to Austin and my mom didn't come but Michael's mom did. And so I was able to get like really drunk afterwards with all the people who ran it. Oh yeah. And they took us to like the Quentin Tarantino set of that movie, that double feature thing he did. Oh yeah, the the Grindhouse. The Grindhouse. Yeah, so we actually like went to the set and I was wearing these shoes at the time, I remember, that were broken, so they looked like mouths, you know, like the bottom was coming <laughs> up. And Quentin Tarantino came up to me and literally was just like, look look at her shoes. They're, they're like a talking shoe parade. Like, look at her. They're, they're like talking shoes. Like, what, you can't get new shoes? And it was just like, seemed so coked out, like crazy energy. And I was like, this is fucking Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And then he just walked away. That was like my only interaction. It was That's crazy. amazing. Yeah. Were you there that night? Like, uh, I think it was like after like the Whippet premiere. Oh, yeah, was he there? Like, at the house, and, like, yeah, we just had, like, an all-night bro-down. At Drew's house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember being there, but I don't remember seeing him. He was kind of awesome, man. Yeah. uh, Just, like, (laughs) passionately talking to him about movies is, like, something you kind of just always want. You know what I mean? It's like Like, a dream come true, yeah. Where you're, like, it's, like, so cliche that you're, like, (laughs) you're, like, yeah, someday I'll sit down with Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and like we'll, nerd like, out talk about about like C movies. And yeah, like, really fucking because he's like super on. into it. I mean, he like rebought the New Beverly because it was going down, yeah. so people could start showing movies again. Oh, totally, like, and they're doing awesome yeah. stuff. And like he he's keeping that grindhouse thing totally seriously or legitimately real like, yeah you know yeah, I, mean? I saw the trailer for Django Unchained or oh, whatever. Man, that's gonna it be looks awesome. fucking rad. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like when I first saw it like. Like the trailer, I, I I didn't know what it was at first, and I saw Jamie Foxx walking up as a slave, and I was right. like, "Oh no, here we go, Jamie Foxx, like serious, <laughs> like Oscar, you know, yeah, what I mean? seriously, like, like him crying." Was that one with like the soloist where he plays like the oh, guy with like like the 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 balding head that plays the 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 homeless man that plays cello? Oh Jesus! Like where it just looks, yeah, he looks like that. an SNL character or something, <laughs> yeah, and you're exactly. like, oh my god! No, but then like I can just once, imagine the poster for that movie. <laughs> yeah, once it kicks in, that that the Django on Train chain trailer is like um, yeah it looks so, red. it's like gonna be awesome because it's quentin and quentin i also and, saw quentin the trailer Leonardo for caprio's in it like yeah he looks with fucked up teeth yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i saw the trailer for rizzo's movie have you seen oh that? yeah yeah that he fucking like directed and wrote and like did everything scored for? yeah and like i can't and, believe and quentin it quentin tarantino like kind of like or who was it eli roth somebody co-wrote it with him they must have because it has a quentin style but like yeah it said like kanye west is in the movie like it just looks I can't yeah. believe he wrote it it looks like a teenager wrote a, t- a movie and was like let's fucking make it I know I <laughs> know? know that's the thing about it like where like I was kind of like ah, I love Riza and all yeah, his endeavors like and then you see the trailer like Julian and I were at a movie like I don't know a couple weeks ago and I was like this poster this Riza thing looks good and then we saw the trailer and we were like maybe not <laughs> yeah. maybe I, I don't want really to want to see that. it but it will be After a the lot trailer, the trailer made me tired you it's know what I so mean? much action <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i never thought i'd say too much action but it's a lot of action and just like the whole like russell crowe where she's like do you want some pleasure and he's like this is my pleasure that's your business like he'd rather shoot guns than fuck a girl i was like yeah. all right whatever and lucy Liu's back yeah trying so hard <laughs> she's holding on tight <laughs> 
Dead. Uh, it's my 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 major hobby. It's yeah, just sitting down in dark places during the day. It's a great. I feel like recharged when I come out. You know? I know. Like I feel big, like I've yeah. accomplished something. Totally. I don't know. I guess like it's all like research in my life. Yeah, I figured out like everything that I do can be written off as research. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's true, yeah. To the government, like, clothes, and be like, they're stage clothes. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> exactly. Movies, I write movies. This Toothpaste. Is I gotta have my breath smell I mean, good. I mean, I gotta leave this May. I had to buy Us Weekly so right. I could know what's going on. <laughs> like, when I'm fucking out here on the road trying exactly. to relate to people, how would I not need to know it? Ben Affleck's up to right. You're a pop culture <laughs> reference. I mean, you gotta you gotta stay with it. When you become a pop culture reference, everything is a write off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. <laughs> That'll be a write off too. Going to the t-shirt oh, store yeah. to get it made and everything. No, you gotta help me and Adam and Preston and Macaulay are doing a, a t-shirt line. No way. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about it for like six months and right. not really done anything yet. But uh, but there's there's a you bunch can make them so make. easily though, can't you? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, just go to a screen them like it'd be just fun. Like we, oh, we bought fun. screens and stuff and just like. <laughs> Oh, shit. We're like, yeah, we'll figure out how to do that. And we just like start watching like 19 movies in a row. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> T-shirts? No. Tomorrow. I mean, come on. We're already wearing some. Like, yeah. what's, like, what's the big rush? <laughs> oh, I have, I have a bunch of uh, cool sketches that would look right on T-shirts. Oh, yeah. I used yeah. to draw Sharpies on shirts all the time as oh, gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Super fun. But they fade after a while. Yeah. They're not the longest lasting. No. <laughs> Gift. Man. <laughs> Sharpies. Sharpie shirts. Yeah. Um, fuck. There's so oh dude this uh, interview of you interviewing yourself in Bullet oh, right, magazine right, right. yeah like this is a recent issue right I think so yeah it's that guy from True Blood who's on the cover um uh, the really white Aryan looking film oh yeah what's his name Alex Skarsgård yeah 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 um, <laughs> yeah that was so much fun that was amazing so where did you Thanks. get the inspiration for that yeah they like contacted me and like I'm not very good at um not that I get offered a shitload of photo shoots anyways but like I'm not very good at the kind of glam photo shoots that they do because they like like I literally once did a, a magazine cover and I wouldn't wear any of the clothes except a white t-shirt and so then after we shot it they were like yeah we might have to reshoot it like would she be into that otherwise we're not going to use it and I was like no 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 just don't use it so like it just didn't <laughs> go through so I have like a really hard time with putting on shit that I don't like but um yeah so this one well, they were like your own like thing your yeah it's like it's uncomfortable like, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a, a very elaborate outfit right now just for the audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like it's three a tree costume. <laughs> her face is coming out. I was yeah. going to say a tree. How no way. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was super rad. They were just like, we want her to do whatever she wants. And like, since I have been drawing the last couple of years, they had seen my paintings and they were like, we should do it based off of that. So all the, the whole photo shoot was inspired off of um, like these two pieces, like paintings of mine, like these weird characters. And so like all the wardrobe and I had to like, I got to wear these weird wigs and then they took the photos and then like Photoshopped them to make them look like paintings in yeah. itself. And then the interview is based off of this old Vanity Fair uh, interview with, um, what's that writer's name uh who wrote in cold blood uh oh, truman uh, capote, truman capote yeah. and he wrote this interview where he interviewed himself and it's like kind of like dark and like sad like do you have any friends and he's like i guess i don't and uh it's like a really it's a cool interview though but like david cross did it for bullet he was like the first one and so i just got to like sit there one day like stoned on an afternoon and just write the whole fucking interview like back and forth yeah and it was so weird how comfortable it was like it was like just id versus ego yeah you know like you no, write something awesome. and then you get to make fun of yourself yeah totally so it's really rad I, I did the same thing for years when i first started doing harmar shows because um 
I was making Shun on Na records at the time. Right, so it was like an alter ego. I was like putting yeah. out too much stuff. I was just like, people are going to be like, fuck this dude. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like every like three months, there's something new to buy. And I'm like, right. me! <laughs> but like, so, so I went even more me and like... Uh, Pretended I was my brother, and Harmar was like my like, runaway brother. That's awesome. And I'd interview myself for like everything. Yeah, it's and so I'd get smart. Paid. I'd get magazines to pay me. Like people believed it too. Right. It was amazing. Like for years. And finally, when I started yeah. getting like bigger in England and stuff, I had to like drop the whole thing because it was just like right. nobody even knew what Sean and I was over there. You know what I mean? Right. You don't like, want to like, confuse too much. <laughs> I was like I confusing think it's myself. Great. You know <laughs> right. I mean? like, like who am I today? <laughs> but I think it's cool to separate. Um, because especially when you're an actor performer and you have uh like your name is yourself but the audience like the people who are reading these fucking magazines like they don't know me so they're never gonna know me you know and like, yeah so sometimes that's why i feel weird about publicity not because i'm like like oh i don't want to be too famous blah 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 it's like it's just like when i read magazines even if it's friends of mine it's always portrayed in such a dif- different way like trying yeah. to be someone so i'm like it's better if i just get to be in control of it like if you just don't take it too seriously people it's a more fun read than just me being like yeah it's been like really great working lately and like <laughs> yeah, i just exactly. like you know hanging out on set has been really special like, i don't want to fucking read that you know what i mean like i hate it it's so annoying so i just got to talk about like i think i compared fans to like my asshole or something and i <laughs> yeah. you know or something like, that. like it was really fun <laughs> well, in, yeah. like three quarters of those interviews you do are like some writer reading your bio and just re- regurgitating like exactly the same shit over and over that again. were in there and you're like yeah seriously you have no opinion of me besides i mean like i know you, right. you don't have to be my biggest fan and this is your job but like right know something or be interested yeah or like whatever because be i like, think press can still be interesting artistic pieces like i used to be really bitter about it like i never wanted to do any kind of press but at the same time like that shoot really changed it for me because I was like, these photos and this interview is actually an artwork in itself. Oh yeah, it's like an installation. Yeah, like, there's in something the like fun magazine. about it. You're like, it doesn't I get have my to be three yeah. pages totally. curated by me of me, and that's how it should be. Like, I'm yeah. never gonna do a photo shoot again that is just me trying to look hot because it's like I'm never gonna compare to like fucking Kristen Stewart. So it's like, why am I trying to be something that you know? I'm not? Or like, when you just have your own thing, and it's like, if you just go out in your outfit. Like, yeah. you're going to look hot. Right, exactly. Because you're, like, confident. And, and people, you know what that's like, what they want to see, because it's, like, different instead of wearing, like, the same tight dress over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Man. <laughs> man. Social mores, bro. <laughs> Fuck people's opinions, yeah. man. I don't know, like, that's just about the Kristen Stewart thing. That rem- like, oh, gosh. you were in the Runaways movie. Uh, kind of, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I, the big, I know, were- we were hanging out a lot when I was shooting that. It yeah. was such a weird ex- fucking was, experience. Uh, I loved you. Play. I have the bass yeah. here. I have the bass. I have uh, that I bass practiced and, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, you played, like, four four girls in one the four yeah. bass players on the runway it was just sort well, of like a nebulous knew, sort of like yeah eh, let's go over there and be the bass player <laughs> exactly i think like during the actual time of shooting it was a lot more fun um like the friends i was hanging out with and stuff during the time because you guys are all musicians like i remember when i was up for you guys were like we're gonna help you so i really got yeah. to learn i was kind of like the only one out of the band who knew the fucking songs yeah like yeah, i plugged into the amp and stuff and i played and everyone else was like just miming it like, yeah going crazy and i was like but i like so it was worth it just to learn how to play the bass for a while yeah but um but yeah, yeah the, i came to set and watch you yeah it, that was I fun mean, it was like awesome yeah was, and the like, girls were pretty cool like we went to the rap party remember yeah no i was gonna say like that was amazing because kristen stewart still had the joan jett haircut at that totally she she was was hanging out with joan (laughs) yeah and so i was like um 
getting super stoned in the corner with Joan Jett and yeah. like Kristen Stewart <laughs> and they both looked like each other and they were like in love with each other. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it was a weird really dynamic. Weird thing. In between like, takes, we would like... like 69 forever. Yeah. Like, like, you'd be like, oh my God, this is like, you know what I mean? I know. Like, they were both wearing those like tight leather pants. Yeah, they like, it was just like... It was like, pretty hot. It yeah, was definitely it was pretty hot. Awesome. It was like <laughs> yeah. one of the best moments of my life <laughs> yeah. for sure. And it's like... It was rad. And they're like, super nice. you can't bring up like really yeah. because you just sound like the biggest dickhead if you're like totally I was just getting stoned with Joe Jett in the corner and Chris <laughs> Stewart was hanging out like, seriously I'm like did Twitter exist at that time because I would have been the <laughs> yeah. tweet. but I remember like in between takes like Joan would be doing like push-ups and then she would roll like the fattest joints I've ever seen like they were like small cigars yeah and like in between takes like she would just be like smoking and like everyone would be getting crazy stoned and I was just like this is such a surreal like working schedule yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean I'm like we're just hanging out with like fucking Joan Jed, who's like super hot and like would be like trying to help me get the right um like rhythms down with the bass you know what I mean yeah. she was like yeah like this and like moving like this and she's like cool she's like she's down. so rad she's like one of us yeah she's super she's you like know? a teenage boy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean the director is a fucking bitch but otherwise it was, it was fucking <laughs> Michael Shannon was so yeah fucking good in that movie yeah like, he's, he's so crazy good at everything yeah that guy I tried to talk Kim to Fowley, him as Kim Fowley he's like the best creep yeah best glam creep you know what I mean and like totally you AB that with like him on Boardwalk Empire right. shit playing like this ultimate like, a like guilty stuffy cop kind of thing. guilty yeah. like the polar opposite and they're both like chilling like that guy is fucking yeah. can do anything he can do anything he's on Broadway right now in a play called Grace that's supposed to be really great oh yeah yeah but he's like so naturally intense like there was a scene where we're in a trailer and like it's when we're first starting out and he's trying to get us like amped so he starts like throwing things at us and I remember in the rehearsal he like he didn't you know he was blocking it but was obviously not performing it yeah and then once we started doing it it was so crazy he was like, like you fucking sluts and like throwing shit at us and we yes. were like whoa so terrifying yeah, yeah. and then like that, yeah, cool. then we met him uh, yeah Kim the actual Kim Fowley was yeah. at the rap party he was, <laughs> he's, he's probably a fucking weirdo yeah and, like I really only talked to him for a second he was nice but like yeah you kind of have to like wrap it up quick like he wasn't allowed on set I don't think like he yeah, never showed up on set yeah but then he was definitely there at the rap party with like his face painted and I think he's kind of like in a weird CD group in Hollywood but like he's chosen that like he's a, he surrounds himself with like prostitutes and shit like that yeah I mean that's his thing it's like it's yeah. kind of like his whole thing is kind of like ultimately exploitative like yeah, you know what i mean like totally. i mean like and, and like of of women over the most for the most you yeah. know what i mean like i mean what he, he was did like this, was like, these young guru. girls yeah he'd use young girls he yeah. produced their songs he'd take half their money right or <laughs> exactly all i or don't all know and like and like yeah Joan and, like, was and not he had friends this reputation as like like a guru kind of thing but like at the same time everyone you know what i mean like yeah, i think he had like, a good ear like he definitely had cool ideas of like what people were drawn to because it was edgy because like the runaways like their actual songs and like if you watch performances yeah. were super rad like Dude. they were really good and joan and um combined with like sheree's like energy on stage and like joan's like music writing skills like it was it was a really cool band but i know that after a while it became kind of dangerous because he was just letting them get fucked up like yeah the character they were like I was, so young they were like, so young they were like 16 17 and the character i was kind of based off of but she became like a lawyer so now we weren't allowed to do like any drug or alcohol <laughs> use at yeah. all but um steve mcdonald like knew her like met her 
Yeah. And he's like obsessed with the runaway. So he knew all this history and he knew I was playing the bassist. He was like, she tried to like kill herself in Japan by like wrapping a, a phone cord around her neck or something. Like yeah, the girls had like to stop her. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. all this shit. And I was like, that would have been rad if it was in the movie, like a real story of the them like emotionally instead yeah. of just like Dakota and Kristen making out. But yeah, you know, that's yeah. another story. <laughs> but I mean, that's, <laughs> that's still pretty hot. Dude. <laughs> but, uh, so the Steve McDonald, by the way, is a the best fucking, dude. The best dude. Yeah, like, he's I, so rad. For those of you who don't know, he's um, he's in the band Red Cross, and he's mm -hmm. an off, and he produces a bunch of amazing shit in L.A., and he's just, like, got the craziest life story yeah. of anyone. I don't know. Red Cross is, like, touring now, right? I know. Well, I think or so, they yeah. Did, off yeah. is touring a lot, and Red Cross is doing shows here and there. Yeah, I wish I was, I was such a huge fan of Red Cross. Dude, Red Cross is how I became a fan of Conan O'Brien. Oh, Remember what? when That's I was it. in high school, and, like, the Conan show just started, right? and... I was so psyched to hear that Red Cross were going to be on the show that we all like stayed up late in our dorm, like yeah, and, like, and, like we're all like watching like Red Cross get me on the show. And, like this guy's really funny, yeah. You know what I mean? That's like so cool. such like a weird roundabout thing. Totally, yeah. Uh, so early on, that's rad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's such a rad dude. And off, I saw them at CMJ a couple of years ago, and it was like they're so much fun to watch, and they're doing like really well. They're like at yeah. all these big festivals. And no, it's shit. cool. It's like this like return of hardcore, and like totally. you know what I mean? Like it's like literally black flag again you know what yeah. i mean they're doing the raymond pettibone like album covers yeah yeah and like and they just have this i mean that's those guys yeah it's super Morris, rad. you know what i mean like that's yeah. so awesome and that's raymond's bro still right that's in it or is he still an off uh his brother? His, his brother his well his brother was in black flag oh but i don't, th I don't I think, think it's uh no I, th I think it's different, uh, different guy, i don't right? think there's a petty bone yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. only one petty bone uh, there can only be one petty bone <laughs> i got to interview him actually for the smoking tv thing i'm doing with lance bangs oh yeah and it oh, was yeah, super rad we like hung out in his venice studio and like he's like a very awkward conversationalist but like really sweet and then eventually we just started sitting down at his desk and it was like 10 a.m. and we did like six shots of whiskey like straight in a row and oh, I was just Jesus. like trying to keep up with him I was like well if you're doing it I'm doing it <laughs> yeah. and I felt like fine and then we started like drawing together and I was like a little tipsy I was like yeah we should like draw a piece so he was like all right you think of something I'll think of something and then we'll put them together and I was like all right chicken and then he was like a uh, pit bull so then we drew a chicken and a pit bull fighting yeah. and like with all these like weird colored paints and it was super rad and then he signed it and I signed it dude that's and then awesome it was so rad and I stood up and was kind of spinning and Lance was like are you okay to go home I was like I'm gonna sit on the beach for a little while but I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> on the beach yeah <laughs> I'll yeah. stab you on the I'll sand I'll have four french fries <laughs> so the mocha tv thing is like a web series that you're hosting yeah it's like um mocha tv is like it's launched now and they do all these different shows like they're doing these cool things with um artists like i think uh you know bjork is doing one where she is like an artist will make a video to her song kind of but it's yeah. almost like reverse like where the the musician makes the music after they see the work or something so it's like oh, all this cool mashup of art with um with musicians and uh all different kinds of shit and then so this woman emma reeves who's running it like i met in la and she was like you know we contacted lance bangs to like you know film it so i'm yeah, just like interviewing he's so rad yeah and the way he shoots is so easy and free that it's like we did this guy David Cho and then oh, yeah. Raymond and it was like it's just like really cool and I'm like I'm not an interviewer necessarily but I just like sit there and like talk to them because since I've been drawing like we've we've picked artists that that like are in a way like similar like in the same vein as my work so we have like something to kind of like relate on 
and uh the david cho episode was super rad like he has this insane warehouse in downtown la where he has like a hoverboard and these like weird fucking like stuffed animals and he's just kind of like yeah. fuck the art world man like yeah. i don't give a shit he's like yeah, i made yeah. all this money and i don't even know what to do with it like yeah didn't like i mean because doesn't show like make no sorry it's a different guy completely i, was, I just i was yeah, yeah. ben and david and i know both so yeah sorry. yeah yeah never mind <laughs> scratch totally scratch he's super that. rad artist though like he makes really cool stuff but he's definitely very like rebellious to say the least like he did a show called um what's up like on vice channel oh yeah, yeah where he like traveled and went on these crazy road trips and he just like he really likes getting into trouble but he's like very friendly and like fun to be around yeah he did stand up actually for the first time oh, at ucla yeah. and i saw him do it and it, he came out in this like bright red shiny suit and showed this like really awesome video to open it and then was pretty much telling all these like you know college kids like why are you in college like fuck yeah. college like get out of it you want to yeah. do something just fucking do it look at me look at the life i get to live meanwhile getting paid by the college yeah exactly <laughs> to do it <laughs> but it was like hilarious like he was just like super angry but then like talking about you know how, like what girls say when they fuck him like, like ah. you're my first like like asian guy <laughs> like that. but uh, he's really cool i mean it's been really fun to be on that side of the art world just like getting to hang out with them and stuff yeah no that's awesome and you're doing yeah. your own shit like you you you're doing shows you yeah. have like art and it's I have awesome art. it's <laughs> really so good is there a place yeah. do you have like a website where I it's do, yeah. for sale what's the what's it's the kind stuff? of not the the sale aspect isn't set up on the website yet but there's like email and shit but um it's mutantalia.com which i have the word mutant on my arm so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome uh, yeah. yeah that's everybody go check that out because mm-hmm. your shit is so good thanks man You're yeah i want to keep doing in, more in the desert during coachella like two yeah, years yeah. ago it was like that so was so awesome. fun because everyone was in town so it was really yeah. cool and yeah. we were all dried out yeah husks floating <laughs> i know <laughs> in this like, like white fancy day, like, art gallery we made it to the gallery <laughs> alia gallery i know like all my family was there and they're like who are all these people very <laughs> colorful guys group. that need showers that look like they've been oh they're at a music festival yeah right? exactly <laughs> my grandma's like they could shower at my house <laughs> that was fun though yeah 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 that was awesome um man let's uh let's take a break for a second when we come back let's create a show games games hey guys in addition to streaming nocturnal emotions at earwolf.com you can and should subscribe to the show on itunes uh nocturnal emotions fans have written some great itunes reviews for the show and i really really appreciate the feedback um the Hump reviewed the show saying compelling, fun, funny, warm, personable, thanks. They even thank me. Flattery will get you everywhere. Thanks to The Hump for that. Uh, also, um, Sean Rush wrote, I was hypnotized by Harmar Superstar in 2003. Now there's a podcast. Make it one of your home podcasts, which means listen every week. And if it's on Earwolf, you know it has to be good. I couldn't agree with you more, Sean. Thank you so much for writing in. So everyone else, everyone out there listening, please rate the show. Leave a review. Subscribe on iTunes. You can get it for free every week. It'll just show up right in your old iTunesies. And uh, as always, thank you for listening to Nocturnal Emotions. And we're back in the room. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot um, during the last segment uh, 
to ask you about embarrassing moments from your life or career because yes. that's like the whole thing about the show. I totally forgot right. my whole theme. Because <laughs> um, we're we just got going. We, yeah. just, we talk, we're <laughs> spitballing, you know. Just, just friends hanging out. <laughs> um, yeah, God, Jesus, so many embarrassing. My, my life is, I'm genuinely embarrassed most of the time. But um, I remember once when I was at the Golden Globes, the first or second year we were nominated. And... Um, we lost to Desperate Housewives once again. Oh my god! And, yeah, <laughs> because it's and, such a better show. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's just hotter people. In it, but <laughs> David Cross got me and Michael fucking wasted. Like he kept it's the only award show where you could drink, and he just kept pouring champagne over and over again to us. <laughs> and Michael, because he's a dude or he's Canadian, I don't know what, but he was able to hold his liquor, and I was like fucking sixteen and wasted, <laughs> like so drunk, like had not eaten, and was wearing this like long red chiffon dress. And I just remember getting up on the table and walking up the stairs and it was like, <laughs> just like ripping it, stepping oh on it. Oh my God. And thank God there were a bunch of layers, but it was just like destroyed by the time I got home. And I was just drunkenly like a drunken 16 year old, which is like, at the time I felt similar to how I do now, but 16 is so young. Like, yeah. so just this like drunk 16 year old going around, going up to these like famous people being like, I love you so much. Like, you're amazing. <laughs> oh, I went up to like Will Ferrell and Megan Mullally before I knew Megan. And I think I told her afterwards, I was like, do you remember a drunk kid once coming up to you? She's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, I was just like all over these people like, you're my, I'm, I love you, Will Ferrell. And he's like, oh, thank you. And then we saw like Ewan McGregor with his like wife and they seemed all sweet walking and I was like I love that guy and like this Fox executive was like I'll introduce you and they're like this is Elliot Shokat and I was like you're just the greatest I love you so much I was like hugging them and <laughs> and then we got back to like the lobby and it was like me my mom Michael his mom and then a couple of the Fox people and I was holding a champagne glass that was empty and because I had just drank in it I guess and then I just like casually threw up like into the glass oh, i was just like God. i was like and it filled up my cup so no one could see and my mom just all of a sudden double did a double look and was like oh my god she's like you're drunk you drunk and she like went oh off on david god. cross she's like that bastard i can't believe he got you drunk like what's oh, no. wrong with him but it's like it was so, i know like he's being cool exactly it's we're like 16 that's what i would be doing anyways to get drunk come on yeah everybody's getting drunk when they're 16 exactly i would have done it in high school but instead it was at the golden globes <laughs> i went back to my hotel room I was like crying and called May and I was like I'm fucking wasted <laughs> I ruined my dress oh my god yeah but Michael always like always talks about the vomiting and the champagne glass because no one was able to know it was like a very classy move just like <laughs> <laughs> I did that once at a at a bar um in LA I ordered like a shot of Patron and I like took the shot and like immediately had to throw up and just like stuck my and the bar was packed like there was yeah. people at the bar and I, Threw up on the floor, like, kind of really stealthily. Got <laughs> yeah. back up and paid for my drink and, like, walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew. Nobody was yeah. the wiser until, like, later. I was like, oh, I totally puked right over Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the, every, like, a lot of people, the way they throw up is different. You know, some people, when they're about to throw up, it's, like, a big deal. Like, I really don't feel so good right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, like, a whole production. But anytime I've had to throw up, you know it immediately. Like, you yeah. get really hot and sweaty. Yeah, and you're like, like oh, this is, gotta this go. This is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been so many nights where I've, like, been at the cab and I just go throw up like drink some water and then i'm back i'm like yeah, all right yeah. i'm good now okay <laughs> yep. all right back to square uh, one. what's next on the docket <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm like roller coaster right let's do it i, th I think uh, i heard well, i don't know if i've even talked to you about this but um 
uh, I was talking to Ellen, and she she mentioned because I I auditioned for that movie Frozen that that uh, was like it was like uh, oh dude animated yes. animated oh like, no did like, Ellen tell you <laughs> yes yes that is a very embarrassing story that is so good um yeah I got this audition um to play like the Ice Queen and I was reading it and I was like oh god this is so good like it's written like she's such a character like you know like a Disney cartoon character but brought to life so I was like practicing all these like you know hand motions like I will freeze your heart <laughs> and then like I had to prepare a song and stuff so I got all dressed and I got my hair done like dead straight and put on like icy blue makeup all over my face <laughs> and I wore like this white lacy like a little too sexy like anime outfit and white platform shoes oh my god and then I had this coat like a trench coat to cover it all so I could take it off once I was in the room and I go all the way to fucking Burbank and park and I was like so where's the building for this audition they're like oh it's over there in the animated house and I'm like okay <laughs> and it still took me a while and then I was sitting there waiting and I was like animated house that's weird and then I look at the email and it's a fucking cartoon voiceover <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like I can't believe this I was like I spent like way too much time on my outfit and my makeup and I'm like all dressed up to do this like it threw me off so much I was so embarrassed I almost wanted oh to leave God. and then I got in there and I go in the waiting room and fucking Dane Cook walks in and he's sitting there and he has a guitar because like you have to sing a song as well yeah I sang Honky Cat by yeah <laughs> that's great <laughs> and he walks in and he's like practicing and I had to like commiserate with someone because I, I had I was, no one knew you know? yeah. and I was like you know man I was like I'm dressed up like an ice queen under this I was like I thought this was live action like I am fully dressed up like an ice queen and he was like really that's crazy and then the woman comes in to like get me and he goes do you want to leave your coat like do you just want to take your coat off and I was like no fuck you cook thank you yeah. and then I go in and I'm just like so thrown off because I thought I was going to do this whole fucking thing and then I sang that song um uh, I put a spell on you, but like the Nina oh, yeah. Simone version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it would be good because like she puts a spell on her sister, but they had a piano player who was just like, yeah, 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 totally. and I was like, I put a spell on you. Uh, can you slow down? Like it yeah, was just yeah. a horrible audition. And like then I was leaving. The music and they were like too literal with exactly. It, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like way too poppy. I was like, slow it down, okay? It's supposed to be sultry. And I was like so ready to leave that I, when I was walking out, I like peeked into the waiting room and I saw a little girl with a beanie and a plaid shirt, and I was like, that looks like Ellen. But I got to get out of here, and I like ran out, and it ended up being her she was oh like god. she was next oh my god and i was god. so embarrassed i was just like oh god taking off all my fucking makeup when i got home that is genius yeah, i love it getting like way yeah. too overdressed oh for like god. a job that requires like sweatpants and nothing exactly. more exactly yeah. and then because i was thrown off i still couldn't do a good job like it's like oh all or nothing yeah. i love it though it's so good i mean that's just like uh yeah. that just shows your dedication exactly you're a dedicated you're an artist and that they should make it live action i they think should. it'd be a lot better yeah let's change the whole script yeah fuck that shit. change this flip it on them <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to uh, creating a show. Let's create yeah. a show. Okay. This is something we do. I mean, you and I have actually created an actual show. We actually have. And yeah. so uh, <laughs> this is like, this should be fucking second nature to us. So we're going to... Um, we could even make it if we wanted to. I don't know. What is it? What are we going to do? Are we going to do a TV show, a movie, like a Broadway show, a play? Yeah. How I mean, about... we could do anything. Hey, by the way, this is all intellectual property of Alex right. Showcott <laughs> and Sean Tillman. I just have Shock to make that Tillman. disclaimer. Showcat. Showcott. <laughs> Sean Cat. Well, it's Sean Cat. That works. <laughs> uh, we can make a show. Yeah, like Broadway. a TV show. A or Broadway show? Broadway show could be funny. Yeah, like what we, we could do a spin on uh, on a classic story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or we could do something like such as Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I always thought it would be funny if they did a... I wondered if it was ever happening or if I just thought of it, but a, 
uh, Weekend at Bernie's on oh Broadway. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, Weekend at Bernie's on Broadway. That would be amazing. It's Adam Green's dream to write Weekend at Bernie's 3. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but that's that's a whole different project. That's I a whole mean, other thing. So, yeah. Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> on on Broadway would be amazing. And, like, what if Bernie like, starts out dead in the audience? Yeah, and you exactly. You have to go get him? <laughs> Someone like doesn't know. They think the guy next to him is just sleeping the whole time yeah, with yeah. glasses. And the you're like, that's comes, it? The lights come up like at the beginning of the play. That's it's, a really like, good idea. The play, and the lights come up. And then totally. like, everybody leaves. And you're like, there's one dead there's guy. One, guy. And like, one person wait, wait, will we die. We gotta lock this place down. Everybody sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the two main characters have to go get him, and then it becomes Weekend at Bernie's. I, like, do, I bet we could get Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy. Yeah, do they'd it. love it. They would be into it. <laughs> they totally would They're be. They're like Broadway guys now. Yeah, that's what they go to, man. Yeah, and they, they yeah. know the roles. I mean, they fucking created that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, Dab- Dabney Coleman's still kicking Dabney Coleman yeah yeah where's he at you know, he was on Boardwalk Empire the first first season he's um, that's rad he's looking it's a great name he's much older right that dude we all is are. genius Dabney Coleman yeah uh, like that guy fucking the, he, he was in some movie called Private Lessons from oh, the shit. 80s like um, he's so funny like a 9 to 5 and like but like yeah yeah Private Lessons there's this movie about a rich guy and his son, and he hires his son, a tutor, to uh, basically give him his first sexual experiences. Oh, my God. It's so weird. The 80s, anything flew, man. Yeah, like, you seriously. Could do anything, How like, old was his kid? Like, 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 like high school kid. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, it's like, like the he best. He always plays, Dabney Golden always plays a chauvinist, doesn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Every he's movie. so good at it. But he's, he's like so got great. this, like... Like a charm, yeah, like in Tootsie like, too. He does the yeah, same yeah, thing. Totally. Yeah, I love Dabney Coleman. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> we can have Bernie's on Broadway. That's it. We got it. Like, Let's we got go see it. Selling tickets cast. now, <laughs> dude. We can be like the next generation. What if they have kids and we play the kids and our friend is dead That'd too? Be, oh shit! We're like dads, <laughs> dads. How do we get ourselves into these situations? <laughs> we could even do an interactive thing where we're like, we pull someone from the audience to play Bernie. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we're oh, just like, dude. you just have to play limp the whole time. Like, and we get to do whatever uh, we like want point to. Break live. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, Point Break Live. I never saw that. Was it good? Oh my God, it's so good. They pull out, um, people from the audience come up, and then the. They play Keanu Reeves. They, yeah, right? but they only give you cue cards, like two words at a time, so you can't perform it better than he did in the movie. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, so, oh my like, God. your speech is all broken up, and the audience votes which Keanu, which person gets to be Keanu, and then they, like, That's ring hilarious. him up, and, like, like, the flying scenes, like, he's in, like, a harness, and they, like, he's flying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and you're just, like, Genius. kind of just, like, a prop that's as so well can it's really yeah, good because that's the way he fucking talks yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> so good you gotta see it and that that's traveling around i, I know it's in la and san francisco sometimes yeah. in new york and stuff. i heard about this thing that they just did that's in la and new york called uh silence and it's silence of the lambs but oh. on stage and it's like a comedy though no and it's supposed to be way. genius yeah Dude, i really want to see it we should I, try and get tickets yes. while we're out here it's supposed to be like unbelievable there's funny. that that's what I, I new york theater is like next level i almost flew here like eight years ago to see um they did Roadhouse, the movie as a play. Oh my god! And it was like this, like buff Asian dude playing like Patrick Swayze's <laughs> Patrick Swayze's role. Oh god! I, was like, I hope he had an accent. Can I muster up the four hundred bucks? And I literally yeah. like was going to, but then like my tour schedule was too tight, and right. like I couldn't like the, the days were off. And but I was that like, kind of ah! stuff, it's like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity because like with shows like it's only and they'll never be like that show so each performance has such a distinct taste to it you know they're yeah. really cool dude that's why you can't miss yeah. weekend at bernie's when it comes to broadway <laughs> on stage live hey do you want me to ruin your favorite song yes please what song should i ruin um how about 
the Sam Cooke song I've been listening to it a lot lately. Um, don't know much about history. Oh my yeah. God! This is the one. <laughs> this is perfect. This is the one that uh, that actually this spawned the show. Me and no way. Josh Tillman on tour it spawned like the "Let Me Ruin Your Favorite Song" segment for sure. Um, mm-hmm. On tour with Father John Misty, we like started doing this, and this is the first song. You're like, who is this guy? Okay, um, <laughs> let's play a clip of Sam Cooke. Don't know much about history. And then we're going to rue it. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. He doesn't even know about the book <laughs> no, he that doesn't. the science is inside of. Who the fuck is this guy? He doesn't know how to open a book. Sam Cooke is playing a character that doesn't know shit about anything. <laughs> like, I mean, why? Like, why would you want to fall in love with a guy who doesn't know? anything like literally like you go into these lyrics all he knows is that he loves you oh no um doesn't know he doesn't know about geography so he wouldn't know where you are or what planet you were on yeah like like yeah i don't barely know how to walk so uh (laughs) she's like i'm uptown can you come he's like well i don't know much about geography but uh, (laughs) i know i love you she's like all right just come meet me please because i've been waiting for two hours can you text me back i don't know how to text (laughs) What's the tick? I don't, I don't know, know much, much about, about phones. I don't know about shit. cellular phones. <laughs> 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 he doesn't know about the French he took. Oh, no. He took it. He doesn't know anything about like, it. Like, <laughs> this guy, man, Sam Cooke, is playing a character that is pretty much on every level just retarded as fuck. And I don't know if, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's a sweet sentiment of the song, but, like, you know it's not mean? enough. Here's here's one line that I've never even known was in the song. Don't know what a slide rule is for. Yeah, and I actually don't. Yeah, know I don't. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. It's okay. We can relate on we that. We got that. Yeah, you know. And Sam Cooke is like one of my favorite artists of all time. I just like this yeah. is the perfect song where you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Why would you hang out with him? And there's he doesn't no know don't anything. date him. Yeah. Do not. If like this was like my sister, I'd be like, who the fuck? He doesn't know anything. Dude, he's, you're gonna like literally, you're gonna be taking care of a drooling baby for the rest of your life <laughs> if you let this guy into your And he's heart. cocky enough to make a song about it. Like he's letting people know what he doesn't know about. Yeah, obviously he wrote it down. It's like yeah. maybe he's a fucking pathological liar. <laughs> maybe he's like a genius and he's just like playing it down because yeah. like he, he doesn't want to. Like, he could probably intimidate. get free food and free shit by not <laughs> <Yeah>. knowing anything. <laughs> I don't know how to make money. Oh, poor guy. Oh. Oh, we're sorry. Here, have a cigarette. <laughs> He's like, gotcha. I don't know how to like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking ruined. Cook. Ruined. I can never oh, listen man. to it the same. Thanks Sam for that. Cook. Oh, you are a fucking... I love you, Sam Cook. <laughs> uh, I just like... I do just want to go... After this, just listen to constant Sam Cook for the yeah, rest me of too. Life. It's so it's, he's walking the best, in the park. Man. Oh my Sounds god, great. I love summertime. I love all his songs about 
young ladies. Yeah, was he really into young literally girls? Literally young. I don't know. I'd be like, she was only 16, only 16. Everything's like, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's a different time. I know. They feel like they had to get it while it was fresh or something. It's like, I think it's harder to find virgins these yeah. days or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess you get married when you're like 17 at right. that point. So like, yeah, they're super like, into the fresh meat. Time's out at that point, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta write a song about it and get them to have sex with you. So. Well, shit, we got to go. Uh, Prep ourselves for this, this petty fest. Yes, we have what to practice. What song are you singing, by the way? Uh, Breakdown. Yes. Go love ahead that, and give Jim. it to me. Doing, don't do me like that. Nice. Love don't, that one. Don't Jew me like that. Don't Jew me like that. That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> no Jews are allowed at this, <laughs> this show. <laughs> well, shit, Alia. Thanks for being on the yeah, show. Yeah, thanks, Sean. We can do it again someday. Sweet. It's so fun. Super You're fun. the best. Shawcat, Showcat. Out. Out. There you have it, Alia Shokat, cool as a cucumber, man. She is the best. Um, I'm so, so glad she stopped by the show. Thank you, Alia, for coming by my room and talking some shit with me. Um, I can't wait for the next time. Uh, yeah. Man, keep up with her. This girl is going to be doing awesome big shit forever. I know this. She's like... I don't know. She's like a Catherine Keener to me. Just watch. You just watch in 10 years. You'll look back at her IMDb and it will be insane. Everything that she's in. It already is. And she's so young. I love it. Um, man, thanks for joining me. Uh, if you want to come, uh, if you want to come hang out with me sometime this week, I will as always be DJing, uh, at black market on Saturday from noon to four. That's at 110 Avenue, a sexy brunch. And I'll be doing that every Saturday for the foreseeable future. Sexy Brunch also happens on Sundays with Aaron Finning, my other resident DJ, partner in crime. Um, So that's fun. You like food. You like soft rock jams. Come impress a lady. Come impress a dude. Do what you need to. Um, And uh, also, November 14th and 15th, I'll be in L.A., Performing at Petty Fest. Yes, Petty Fest is leaving New York for the first time. We're bringing it to Los Angeles at the El Rey Theater, so get your tickets because there are crazy guests in store. Um, some I can't even mention. You will regret messing it if you do. So don't. So uh, go to that. Everything's for a good cause, for sweet relief, and the uh, Musicians Cancer Fund. So uh, please keep up on that. Um, come out. Hang. Have a good time. And um, next week, I have a very special episode of Nocturnal Emotions with my buddy Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, that's going to come out um, a little early. Normally, I come out on Wednesdays. That one's going to come out on Monday, the 12th of November. So uh, so get psyched for that because we had a great conversation. And, um, man, he's one of the best dudes around. And I love what he has to say. The man is a genius. Um, until then, thanks for joining me. This is Harmar Superstar, Sean Tillman. Nocturnal Emotions, out. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio Boom!
The Wolf Dead.